Welcome to the Do Business Better podcast, the place for ideas you can implement to achieve prosperity. You'll get insights from successful business people on how they do business better. You'll glean tactics on creating a life and business by choice because we interview real business people who've done just that. Now here's your host, Damian Mason. Greetings. Hey, thanks for joining us here on the Do Business Better podcast, coming to you on audio wherever you get your podcasts from, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, we're there. Uh, Always uh, available at DamianMason.com and also now on video via the playlist on my YouTube channel. That's right. You can watch this, join in the fun, go to D. Mason Comedy, that's my YouTube channel, hearkening back to my Bill Clinton days. And uh, you can follow me, just go on YouTube and you can just type in Damian Mason and it'll be right there. So today we've got a great topic for you. We're talking about crowd feel. Speaking of my comedy days, that's right. Uh, this is a subject that I addressed with a short video while I was out on one of my hikes. I got a lot of action on it and I decided I needed to make it a podcast. So this is something that's going to help you a lot, especially as we come out of this whole coronavirus pandemic pandemic, uh, panic, paranoia situation where the marketplace is really screwed up, the economy has been shut down, and CrowdFeel is going to help you navigate, might even help you uh, determine how well you come out of this based on how you react and how you act moving forward. So that's what we're covering here today on the Do Business Better podcast. It's an article I wrote, and uh, I want to make it available on more sources. So I used to be in comedy. I uh, started out, and if you haven't heard the story, and you probably have, in 1993, I won a costume contest dressed up as Bill Clinton, uh, quit my job in 1994 to pursue political comedy, used to dress up as the commander in briefs and deliver humor at corporate events. I did clubs also, but quickly learned that clubs are where you don't get paid very well and your crowd's not quite as bright and you don't get treated quite as well. And corporate events are really a lot more uh, the appropriate environment, if you will, for uh political comedy. So that's my background. And I learned a lot of lessons. You know, I was 25 years old when I started out. I turned it into a business and everything I have today really starts with that foundation of uh, learning about business, uh, reading newspapers and business books every day that I was on the airplanes, and also what I learned on stage and dealing with clients. One of those lessons is about crowd feel. How you interpret the sentiment of the people, the mood of the marketplace. What crowd feel is, is understanding the emotional position of those that you serve. So you're saying, Damien, this doesn't sound like comedy. This sounds like business. Exactly. It's a business lesson you can learn from comedy, and it's all about feeling your audience. I'm not talking about feeling them in some groupie, you know, some, 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 you know, hooking up with the groupies after the show. No, I'm talking about reaching out there, if you will. Imagine you're on stage, and if you could imagine just reaching out and just feeling that crowd and understanding where they are. That's crowd feel. Why does it matter to you? It matters to all of us because humans are emotional beings. Every decision that a person makes begins with emotion. I'm not being mean, I'm being honest. If you keep up with my books, my podcasts, my speeches, everything that I post online, I talk about this. Humans are emotional beings. They will make all of their decisions from what car they buy to who they vote for to what flavor of something they might like based on the feelings. They'll back it up with logic. Sometimes. 
They'll use rational data sometimes. Usually that's after they've already made their emotional decision. Well, the same thing is how they react or whether they decide to listen to your message. You see, I used to get up on that stage, but sometimes they put me up there when the time wasn't right because you're a service business when you're a comedy professional. You're doing 400 people for the Mako uh, Franchise Owners Convention in Las Vegas. The meeting planner's very anal retentive. Keeps looking at his or her watch saying it's 8 p.m. Contract says you're supposed to be on stage at 8 p.m. Let's get going. Nah, the crowd's not right. Doesn't matter, contract says eight, my watch says eight, get on that stage. You gotta do what they tell you to do, unless you can communicate to them the importance of crowd feel. But let's not worry about communicating that to our customers. Let's make sure it's communicated to you. Do you understand crowd feel? Because let me just tell you something. It don't matter to your audience, which is your customers. It does not matter to the people you serve, your audience or your customers. Same thing. Audience is customers, customers is audience. The crowd that you serve. It doesn't matter to them what your watch says. It doesn't matter to them what the contract says sometimes. You know what really matters to them? How they feel. And when they are ready to receive your message. Right now, we're dealing with pandemic. We're dealing with paranoia. We're dealing with media-perpetuated, somewhat overhyped fear. I'm not saying this is not serious. I'm just telling you the reality of the situation. People are being very, very emotionally distraught right now, fearful, unhappy, anxious. Do you think that that's the right mood to receive a selling message? That's where we're going with this. If you misinterpret the crowd feel, you will end up harming your business or you'll end up harming a relationship or you'll make it so that that customer, that prospect, that potential customer won't receive your message when you come around the next time. Because they're going to say, yeah, I'm not sure I, I'm not sure I trust you. And you know, I was out here worrying about my kids getting educated while they're working on, uh, you know, internet modules from school. We haven't been in school since uh, March. Uh, I'm worried about the fact that I, I didn't get to go on my spring break. Uh, my relationships are strained right now. I'm working out of my basement on, on a TV tray. And you're here trying to sell me? Go to hell. That is where we go with crowd feel. You must understand the position that your audience is in and whether or not it's time for you to deliver your show. Okay, I told you about the nervy nanny, the uh, anal retentive meeting planner, looking at his watch saying, it's 8 o'clock, it's time for you to go. And you say, no, 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 it's really not. You need to chill out here for a second. And uh, by the way, in the history of telling people to calm down, it's never worked once. Uh, telling a hot person to calm down never works. You know that. But you can you can realize when you're being the anal retentive uptight meeting planner. Right now, you and I both are. You know why? Because we're a little nervous. We don't like the fact that our business is taking a hit. We don't like the fact that right now things are upside down backwards. So we fester and we pester. We fester, we twiddle our thumbs, we say, what more can I do? Oh my God, what's wrong? I, I, I can do something, I can do something. And then we pester and we call people we deal business, we want to do business with. And we say, come on, are we ready to start doing something? Because we're anxious. We want to get things going. We look at the, at the second quarter and realize we're looking at a loss. As hard as it is, the right thing to do is not pester. And I know you're going to fester. Not pester and not bug these people. Sometimes your audience just needs a little more time. Let them finish their dinner. 
Let them get through their meltdown. Let them adjust to working from home. Let them get used to or move on from uh, working every day in their, on their TV tray in their basement while their, their spouse is trying to do what they do. Hell, they were just hoarding toilet paper and sanitize, hand sanitizer a couple of weeks ago. And you think they're ready to go to business as usual? Probably not yet. But they're getting closer. I assure you. If you ignore crowd feel, if you say, hey, Damien, I don't think this really matters, man. You give me some hocus pocus, something you learned in your background in comedy, good for you. But I don't think it matters. Trust me, it does. You know why it matters? You've seen a comedian die on stage, haven't you? You have, right? You've seen a comedy act get up on stage and absolutely fall flat. We call it dying on stage. You know why that comedy act died on stage? Maybe his or her material sucked. But more importantly, it probably has to do with an emotional incongruence. You and the audience were not ready to receive the message that the comedy act delivered. You were not in sync. You were not on the same page. You were not being felt. Your crowd feel was not something that was being perceived by that presenter. And that's why he or she died on stage. Do you want to die on stage? Do you want to go out to your marketplace? Whether you sell widgets or you're a dry cleaner uh, or a franchisee, whatever it is, if you appear to be tone deaf, if you appear to not understand the customer's pain and where they are right now, if you don't know where they are from a feeling standpoint, you're going to fall flat. So naturally you're saying, Damien, I don't want to fall flat. How can I... How can I improve my crowd feel? Okay, I'm going to give you my three tips. It's very, very simple, although it requires a great deal of understanding, and it's going to take you using your senses. I'm not Mr. Touchy-Feely. You know that if you pay attention to my stuff. My wife all the time is like, man, oh man, you're not like most people, David, because you're not like the touchy-feely type, and God knows you're not set back by a lot of things, and sometimes you don't really understand other people. And that is true. I don't do very well with nonverbal communication sometimes. I, I only speak words. But when it comes to an audience, because 26 years on that stage has taught me to get a grip on what that audience is feeling. I don't do well sometimes with one-on-one. Worse at it, as many performers are, than I am with a crowd of 300. I'm better with 300 people than I am with three people. Imagine that. Career comedy taught me first, you want to understand crowd feel? Take their temperature. Now, this is what you can do. This is a lesson you can apply to your business. If you want to be successful, before you go out and go crazy, Call a few of your customers up, the ones you have a relationship with, the ones you have drinks with, that you actually can be honest with one another on real levels of conversation. Take their temperature. Pick up the phone. Say, hey, how are you doing? How is your company doing? What should I be doing? You take a temperature by going to a few of your customers, a few of your connections, and getting a feel for them. People you can trust to give you honest feedback and say, how are things going? What's it look like? What's your customer feel like? What's your employee feel like? What should I be doing? That's taking a temperature. I used to take the temperature of my crowd by talking to a couple of audience members ahead of time. What's the industry like? 
What's this crowd going to feel like? What do you mean? Well, did they just lay off a bunch of people from this company? That's going to probably dictate how they feel. Or did they everybody get promotions? Are they hiring? Are they restricting? Are they constricting? Are they cutting back? What is this crowd going through? Oh, I see. What do they make? What's their educational level? Ah, now I understand. Number two, observe the marketplace. Comedy is observation with point of view delivered humorously. Understand that? Comedy, very simple. It's observation, stuff that I see. Maybe you saw it too, but you didn't see it quite the same as me. And the reason is I've looked at it from nine different angles. I've looked at it from Fox and MSNBC. I've read the Wall Street Journal and the Washington Post. I've looked at it from 10,000 feet, and I've also looked at it from down here on the ground. That, my friends, is observation within my perspective and point of view delivered humorously. That's what comedy is. What's the first part of that? Observation. Be an observer. Right now, observe the marketplace. Watch it from more than one perspective. Don't just get all your information from CNN or Fox or whatever that should be or the local newspaper when the local newspaper is going to be jaded one side. Don't just get your information from your neighbor or your best friend who only has their jaded point of view. Observe from a number of angles and then you'll have a better sense for the feeling of your crowd or the marketplace. Number three... Listen. Listen. Yes, I am looking at my article that I wrote because it's a good article and I want you to grab it and share it. You want to understand where the crowd is from a feeling standpoint? Listen. Listen. Two ears, one mouth. Use them. Use them proportionally. Everybody thinks because I'm a paid talker that I talk all the time. My wife, who I've been with for 20 some odd years, would tell you the other side of it. She's like, Damien's actually an introvert. He's done working. He goes to his hotel room, orders dinner, works on his computer. In mixed company, I don't talk. I listen. On airplanes, I never, ever talk to anybody on airplanes. I listen. You want to be in a good position of understanding what the crowd is feeling, what your audience is feeling. You want to know the mood of the marketplace, know what, it's, know what your action should be to get out there and be successful. Listen. The crowd, the marketplace, will tell you what they're feeling and what they're ready for. Good example. I used to do a lot of after-dinner shows. I was a political comedy act for corporate events. It was very common. Drinks at 6, dinner at 7, Damien at 8. But it wasn't always at 8 because sometimes drinks went from 6 to 7.20. And then dinner didn't get served because the hotel was backed up. It didn't come on until 7.40. And then the meeting planner, the anal retina, when I told you about was saying, it's 8 o'clock, we got to get this show on. It's time for you to get up on stage. And I'd say, ah, your, half your crowd hasn't even gotten dinner dropped yet. Well, it doesn't matter. It's 8 p.m. We stay on time. You just screwed up the entire night. Rather than worrying about what you think the timing is, let's look at what the feeling is of the audience. They will tell you when they're ready, and here's how. You learn that by listening. When a big crowd of people gets quiet, that means they're eating because they're not talking because they were taught by their mother, don't talk with your mouth full. 
So they're really quiet when they're eating because they're hungry. And they've been drinking for the last hour and a half. And they were at a conference all day. And so my comedy mind taught me to listen to the crowd. And you know what? They'll tell you when they're ready to hear your message. Because then after dinner, they start to get louder because they're talking again. They're done eating. And then they're getting louder. And you want to grab them when they're just at the peak of loudness before they go to the bar and you lose them for the night. Then you have your person get up the MC and say, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to begin our evening festivities blah 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 and here's Damien see how that works same thing happens for you you want to know where your crowd is listen to them they will tell you where they are are they getting loud are they getting restless does that mean they're ready now to receive a message are they hungering in fear because they're gonna be quiet then or worse yet crying you listen to your crowd you will know where they are from an emotional standpoint observe everything take their temperature by reaching out and finding a few audience members for a little bit of a sampling. And then listen. Temperature, observe, listen. Three methods, three tips for you to feel your crowd even better. How your message comes across and how you come out of an, ex- an anxious situation like the current coronavirus uh, and a response is going to dictate your success. I'm Damian Mason. I very much appreciate you joining me here on the Do Business Better podcast. You can check it out, again, wherever you listen to your podcast. Please share it with a friend of yours that you think can benefit from this message. I would love for you to subscribe. I'd love for you to pick up a copy of my book, Do Business Better. You can buy it at DamianMason.com. I'd like you to subscribe on YouTube also to my YouTube playlist. Uh, in my YouTube channel. Till next time, I always say you cannot teach comedy. You can, however, teach business lessons gleaned from the comedy stage. And that's what today was. It's all about crowd feel. Thank you. Until next time, it's the Do Business Better podcast. If you enjoyed this episode of Do Business Better, please share it. And be sure to connect with Damien on LinkedIn, like his Facebook fan page, and follow him on Instagram and Twitter. For speaking inquiries or to purchase Damien's books, Food Fear, and Do Business Better, go to DamienMason.com. Know someone who'd make a great guest? Send us a message. We're always looking for compelling stories and business lessons our listeners can benefit from. Thank you. Thank you.